Pray unto the Lord. Call upon his holy name. Make known his wonderful works among the people. Hey listeners, this is Brendan from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, why is Doctrine and Covenants 65 called a revelation on prayer? While the exact occasion that inspired the short revelation now known as Doctrine and Covenant 65 is not clear, Joseph Smith clearly called it a revelation on prayer. The revelation exhorts its hearers to pray unto and call upon the Lord, and the concluding verse is itself a prayer. But at first glance, prayer may not seem like the main theme of this revelation, which talks about the keys of the kingdom of God being committed unto man on the earth and clearly emphasizes the uniting of the heavenly kingdom and its earthly counterpart. William E. McClellan, who was evidently present when the revelation was given, made an early copy for his own records. In that document, which was lost until the 1990s, McClellan said that the revelation was on the 6th Matthew 10 verse, meaning Matthew 6.10. This verse is part of the Lord's prayer and says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In fact, there are numerous parallels between Doctrine and Covenant 65 and the Lord's Prayer in Matthew that have largely gone unnoticed. The Lord's Prayer begins, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Similarly, Doctrine and Covenant 65.4 says, Pray unto the Lord, call upon his holy name. The Lord taught the disciples to pray that they may be given this day our daily bread, which may allude to the great millennial day feast. In Doctrine and Covenant 65.3, the text exhorts, Prepare ye the supper of the Lamb. In addition, the Lord's Prayer includes the plea, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And Doctrine and Covenant 65.6, Praise that thine enemies may be subdued. Both texts also conclude with similar doxologies. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And for thine is the honor, power and glory forever and ever. Amen. While connections can be found between the revelation and the words throughout the Lord's Prayer, as indicated by McClellan, the most predominant themes of Doctrine and Covenant 65 relate to the petition in Matthew 6.10. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. 65 talks about God's kingdom going forth upon the earth and the Son of Man coming down in heaven. And it prays that thou, O God, mayest be glorified in heaven, so on earth. The information William E. McClellan provided on the background for this revelation, that it was given as a commentary specifically on Matthew 6.10, provides readers with a valuable key to unlock and appreciate the meaning of this revelation. This contextual detail explains both why it was considered to be a revelation on prayer and why it emphasizes the coming kingdom of God. It is a revelation on prayer, the Lord's Prayer, and specifically its plea, Thy Kingdom Come. As such, section 65 provides guidance on what the saints should pray for, that the gospel and kingdom shall roll forth unto the ends of the earth. Moreover, in a certain respect, section 65 is itself a prayer, as the headnote to this revelation previously read. This pious petition sends up an acknowledgement of a voice as of one sent down. It beseeches, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. It prays that with the keys of the kingdom now in hand, the gospel shall row forth until it has filled the whole earth. It implores, prepare ye the way of the Lord, prepare ye the supper of the Lamb, and make ready for the bridegroom. It calls upon the Lord's holy name to make known his wonderful works among the people. It calls upon the Lord praying that the Son of Man will come down in heaven clothed in glory, and it prays for God's kingdom to go forth, that the kingdom of heaven will come, and that God may be glorified. And as with all proper prayers, it ends with words of praise for God and concludes with a solemn Amen. 
One may well pray that this revelation will guide and inspire all as we increase our ability to pray in harmony with the mind and the will of the Lord Jesus Christ, whose revealed gospel taught his disciples most earnestly to pray. Like them, we plea, Lord, teach us to pray. Thank you for listening. For more information on the Book of Mormon, visit bookofmormoncentral.org and then click the Know Why tab.